0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Welcome back to 32 fans in 32 days. Today we review week 2 of the NFL and preview week 3 and we are recording this as the Monday Night Football game has just come to a conclusion and that means that Akiva is in a great mood as is our special guest who jumped on to celebrate the Jets, Av Sinensky. Akiva, Av, how are you guys right now?
1: I'm fired up.
3: Feeling good, feeling good. That was a that was a nice win.
2: Yeah, that was a nice win and it was a rather surprising win to put it mildly. Um Akiva runs a survivor pool, and in that survivor pool, and I also, as some people would know and those who don't know would expect, I keep a power rankings uh, every week all season, and I have done that for about 10 years. And yesterday in my power rankings, for the first time ever, each of the bottom five teams in the NFL won. Tampa, Oakland, Jacksonville, Cleveland, and Washington all won, uh, as did the Jets, who I had at twenty-four. So, Akiva, what what tends to happen to a survivor pool when the worst five teams in the NFL all win in the same week?
1: Uh, We started with 64, and it's over. (laughs) (laughs) In week two. Yeah, well, I was really rooting for the 55-way tie, then everyone just split 90 cents or something. (laughs) (laughs) um, But but one guy picked the Carolina Panthers this week after uh, picking the Jets last week, so he won. uh, He won.
2: A lot of money. Well, so there you go. The Survivor Pool's over. Uh, The uh, Survivor Pool uh, podcast uh, that analyzes that each week is uh, probably over. How long did this pool go last year? I believe you won, and it went
1: all 17 weeks. Oh, I did? Yes.
2: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't remember that. I'm pretty, well, I know it know, went all 17 weeks. I believe it was you and another person, but he... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I split with another guy. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, go. so it's, it's actually funny because the year before that, I won your pick six league where, you know, you, you pick six games against the spread each week. Yeah. And when it comes to picking against the spread, you know, again, so two years ago, I must have at least done all right if I won your pick six league. This year, in um picking against the spread, I'm off to the best start that I've ever had in my entire life. I went 11-5 and five in week one. I went 13-3 this week. But among that 13-3, my lock of the week was the Colts, and they lost, of course. And in pick six, I went 3-3. Three three. So uh, I think it just proves that uh, gambling in the NFL is just luck, and it's stupid. Because all the games that I thought I knew about, I've been wrong on. And all the games that I was just sort of randomly guessing, I've pretty much gone undefeated.
3: Yeah, I, I actually went 6-6 six for six this week, but of course, m- multiple other people did also, so...
2: The pot was split like three or four ways. Wow, so you're but. saying my thirteen and three isn't even that impressive. Was it? Was, oh, this, was this like 3. a bad week for Vegas? Thirteen and three is always impressive. That's, well, that's, wait, 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 was this a week a bad week for Vegas? Who cares? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, well, yeah, okay, th- so t- I think Vegas always you. does okay. Explain to me. You know, Akiva's crowing because you know his Jets are two and zero. His argument that the Colts outside Andrew Luck are a terrible team looks good, and maybe Andrew Luck's a terrible player all of a sudden. So maybe I should crow because I was the one who said he was very overrated. Uh, how, how did the Jets win this game?
3: Uh, I mean, simply put, I mean the, the defense played. I would say very well. Not not in, as good as probably the final score shows. Um, they got a ton of turnovers. Um, they got a ton of turnovers last week. Also, um, you know, they, going to the season, I think a lot of Jets fans went, saw the numbers from last year and said, you know, we we had one of the worst turnover differentials in the league last year. That's going to regress to the mean. We're going to do a little bit better. Maybe we'll be a little better of a team this year. I don't think anyone expected this uh, forcing five turnovers in each of the first two games, including three uh, fumbles near the goal line. I think the Jets have recovered every fumble in the two games that they
2: played this year. So, you know. Yeah. And I, so there's a little bit of regression there, probably. Yeah. I mean, so it, it's probably the other, a little team, bit.
1: the other team's been doing the fumbling, to be fair. So it's not like we're.
2: Well, the, the Jets had
3: that play last week where Fitzpatrick missed the snap, and it went all the way back to the 1, and he somehow recovered it. I mean, again, you know, the the, the defense has been playing well. The offense has been playing solid. I, I think that they have been the better team in both of the two games, so I don't think it's been, like, lucky that they are 2-0, and but I think that if they want to be an 8-8 and team, they're probably where they need to be. If they want to really contend for the playoffs or something more, they're going to have to start playing a little bit better, I think, because I think that the defense has been kind of bend but not break, and Forcing these turnovers at the goal line, which you know, you can't really count on that continuing to happen. You're not going to get three turnovers from four turnovers actually from the quarterback every single week. So, I think right. that I'm very pleased with what I've seen, but I know that I think that this can do this defense can do better.
2: So, ordinarily, the way we do our weekly podcast is uh, we go through the next week's games, guessing the spreads. Last week, Akiva did not guess them, but this week he did. So, we'll get to that, and then we use discussing each game to discuss how those teams did the previous week but because we're on the Jets and Colts right now the game having just ended let me just ask you guys well so you know you think the Jets still look maybe like an NA team a little bit better is Ryan Fitzpatrick the quarterback uh, when Gino comes back or too soon to tell
3: I think there's a good chance he will be Um, I I would say I I haven't been totally thrilled with the way he's played I've been pleased more than expected I think he Makes a, still makes a lot of terrible decisions. I mean, there was probably like six or seven times tonight where he forced the ball downfield into double, triple coverage when anyone walking this game saw that the intermediate throws and over the middle was just wide open all night long. There was no reason for him to be throwing the ball downfield, that one that was picked off at the goal line. There was a couple more to Brandon Marshall, to uh Inouye down the field where, like, why why are you doing that when they can't cover Decker over the middle? I think Decker had like Seven or eight catches in this game. The, the middle and, of the field was wide open, and he's just forcing it in there. And I just—that's just not what you want to see. Uh, but I mean, if, if the Jets are going to be two and zero, three and zero, four and zero, three and one, somewhere in that range, I mean, I don't think they're going to take the job away. So I think if, if he keeps playing like he's playing, the Jets. Keep although, playing it's well similar against.
2: to last year with Brian Hoyer, they were six and three, but Hoyer wasn't playing particularly good, and they did eventually, you know, take away the job from him.
3: Yeah, I mean, and listen, it's it's, it's always a possibility. Um, maybe I, I, we, I, there's no way for us to know what the new regime thinks about Kino Smith. Like we, they didn't draft him. They were he was inherited from the previous general manager. There's we just literally have no way of knowing. They might think he's amazing. They might think he's garbage. Um, We'll know when when he becomes available. I think they said towards the end of the game, Todd Bell said, listen, if we're we're playing well, we're going to run with Ryan. That's going to be the way it's going to go. So I guess it remains to be seen. But uh, being a Mets fan, I tend to not trust anything anybody says about when my players are going to play or anything like
2: that. All right, Akiva, and can you tell me how bad are the Colts actually? Because their division is still bad. Their schedule is still easy. I can't imagine them not winning this division, even if only a 10-6. But, I mean, they just lost at home to the Jets well lost badly both their games
1: i mean this wasn't real i don't think this was such a surprising result to be honest like they had no way of controlling i would say i'll say that it was actually shocking how much the colts controlled the line of scrimmage because i think most people assume the jets would dominate (laughs) on both sides but they they didn't sack luck once um and you know the jets until the end of the game when they were able to establish a passing game in the last one drive they didn't really run the ball um uh, so, you know, the Colts did some things. Well, the biggest Colts problem right now is that their second and third best players on the team went out with injuries during the game. Hilton and Vontae Davis. So, uh, you know, that's scary. But I, I but listen, they could go eight and eight and probably still win the division with the way Houston looks so far. Um, they're not a scary and, and, team. And, and fran- they're they're going to get killed by any good team. Like, look back to the AFC Championship game last year. They, they have a lot of that in their future. There aren't that many great teams. But when going
2: you, to the AFC Championship game is a pretty good future.
1: <laughs> no, totally. But they're already like you're halfway there in that division, and if with a competent yeah. quarterback,
2: and you got a home game in the first round of the playoffs against you know the AFC North runner-up or whoever it is, right. you're playing. Um, I mean, yeah, Andrew Luck already. And look, I, part of what I said about Luck in the preseason when I was poo-pooing him is I said he turns the ball over too much. He had two interceptions in the first game. He had three interceptions today, and he lost the fumble. Uh, You know, those are, I mean, even Jay Cutler would think those are bad numbers.
3: And uh, and, and on on Akiva's point of the the sacks, I mean, I would say, you know, I guess they didn't have any sacks tonight, but I I thought they they had really consistent pressure on him throughout the night. And at least two, if not all three of the interceptions were directly the result of pressure that forced him to make a throw that he should not have made or he made before he wanted to make. So I I think sacks is not the only thing that you want to look at. The, I mean, the Jets have one of the best defensive lines in the league, but they dominated Colts' offensive line tonight, I
2: anyway. thought. All right, so let's jump into the Week 3 games. Uh, Akiva, Thursday night we have Washington going to New York. Uh, I guessed this line, Giants are favored by six. And um, what did you say for the line on this one?
1: Um. Oh, I have to get. I have to tell you what I guessed on everyone? <laughs> How else did I, this work? That's why, I yeah. you, that's why I emailed them to you. So you want me to just talk the whole time? Oh um, no, no, no!
2: I'll I'll tell you, but I gotta find. Do I get I guess to guess so.
3: now? Since I'm since I'm here anyway.
2: Yeah, you can sure. guess. I awesome. gotta find the email. Have you seen the lines yet? I have not. Okay. Um, so, Washington, at New York.
3: Yeah, I'll guess uh, Giants by three and a half.
2: Oh, so uh, I, I'm gonna add Av as a special column in this week's episode, and uh, Av actually wins this one.
3: Well, what did I keep? Oh, we don't know. Oh, you know what I keep I guess.
1: And I picked uh, Giants by minus five point five.
2: Yeah, so you said five and a half, I said six, and so you're better because it was four, but Av's better than both of us. Av thinks the Giants and Redskins are just about even at this point. Um the Giants are still like two plays away from being two and up. Yeah, the
1: Giants are clearly the best team in that division. You should go right now and put like five thousand dollars down on them winning the division, uh because
2: Wait, who's the who's the one who called them to predict to, to win the division before the season?
1: Josh Berliner. Uh-
2: no, well, yeah, but also <laughs> me. And I don't actually know why I'm bragging because they're 0 2, and they're not. I don't know if
3: Berliner's prediction has turned out correct
1: though. Yeah. No, the 16. He 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 got a premonition that a New York uh, area team would go 15 oh, and oh, 0,
2: and he mixed it up. Oh, okay. Um, so Washington, or you know, Washington, all of a sudden they think that they're going to win that division because they're the only team. <laughs> I mean, they're the only team with the win in that division who has who has anybody healthy on offense. Yeah,
1: but they don't uh, have anybody good on offense.
2: Yeah, uh, I well, mean, except maybe.
1: Looks pretty good. Yeah, the new yeah.
2: Walter Payton.
3: Yeah, wa- yeah, waiver wire hot shot for week three.
2: Oh, in our he's owned, and the owner can't stop crowing. Although he had him on his bench, so he wasn't that excited about him. <laughs> you, you've said the word
3: "crowing" about six times already on this podcast.
2: Oh, I have. Yeah,
3: I mean, it's a good word. It's a good word. I
2: like it. All right, it's, uh, it's a very. Uh, all right, so, so let's let's go to Sunday then because the the NFC East is really a disaster. And, and let's just finish off the NFC East over here. We have Atlanta going to Dallas. Um, look, I I, um, I underrated the Falcons in each of the first two weeks apparently, and I did again this week. I have Dallas by one at home. Yeah, I had uh, Dallas by – close the email. No, you have <laughs> – you, you, uh, you want to guess? I should be guessing before we say our lines, I guess. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, I, I would I would still
2: have like Dallas minus four. Okay, so so Av is way off on this one, <laughs> and Akiva.
1: Um, I have a Dallas. Um, who are they playing?
2: No, you had Atlanta by three. <laughs> Sorry, I had Atlanta by three, and 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 you, and you won this one because Atlanta's actually favored by one and a half. Wow! All right. So people people I'll are really Dallas. low on the uh, on the Brandon Weed and Terrence Williams Cowboys.
1: Well, I had Atlanta winning the division uh, in our preseason predictions podcast if i remember correctly and uh i'm really liking that atlanta you know just the upgrade from mike smith to dan quinn is worth like a whole bunch of wins uh you know matt matt ryan i think realized like oh if i just throw it up to julio jones every play then it'll you know something good will happen and tevin coleman looked pretty frisky before he got hurt and he's not you know his injury's not that bad so i I do think they have a foundation there of of a competent team
2: and the main thing they have going for them still is the division is so bad. I had the Saints winning it at 8-8 and the Falcons at 6-10, but I had the Falcons losing the first two games, so and I had the Saints beating the Bucks. So just if you reverse those outcomes, I now have the Falcons winning it at 8-8 and uh, the Saints and Panthers both at 7-9. So I don't know if they're a serious contender yet, but I think they're definitely the class of that weak division. Um, And this next game, in this line... uh. You know, again, we guessed these lines before the Monday night game, so this is Indy at Tennessee. Uh, do you have a guess on that one? Indy at Tennessee.
3: Indy at Tennessee before. The, I'll say uh, Colts plus one and a half. Or how are Colts one and a half my favorites.
2: All right. So, so yeah, you have a little bit of the benefit of having seen that game, uh, but again, we had the line before the game, so I had Colts by six and a half. And Akiva, what did you have?
1: Um, I had the Colts by three. Three and, and a half. half. Three and a
2: half. Three and a half. Yeah, and you won because it's Colts by four and a half. Um, and again, that might move even further down. I thought this line was shockingly low considering the Tennessee is who we thought they were as they got blown out by Cleveland in week two. But again, what is with this Colts team? You know, we we just automatically chalked it up as Tennessee and Jacksonville is four automatic wins for them. Is there a chance they could lose this game?
1: Oh, yeah, they could definitely lose. They could lose to anybody
2: because they're not good. Wow. <laughs> But doesn't Andrew Luck have to have a game with 350 yards and four touchdowns just waiting? Uh yeah. I He's faced <laughs> two tough defenses in the Bills and the Jets.
1: Yeah, it's true. I mean
2: Tennessee is not a tough defense. I do
1: think that the teams going through the and the AFC East this year, and maybe not Miami for some reason. Uh my Super Bowl uh you know winner pick uh hasn't hasn't looked great, especially defensively the first two weeks. But I think the, the teams going through the AFC East Gauntlet are gonna have, you know, a stretch of games where you know they look like the colts have the last two weeks
2: yeah um speaking about crappy afc teams oakland at cleveland is next Oof, uh, what's, what's even, your line what's your line for that barn burner of a game i don't even know if i want to guess that um, browns should no, be no should line be, no interest yeah. no I'll, I'll say uh browns by four Brown's by four. Av nails it. He's uh doing pretty good at this game. Uh Akiva and I it helps both that said, he has
1: the uh newspaper
2: open in front of him.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the Jets Colt's box score right now and that, pouring that, over every detail.
2: Akiva, that's how Bill Simmons has done it for five years on a successful podcast. Yeah. So it's true. <laughs> uh it never we, we again, they've never
1: once said, oops, I saw that line. Can't can't pick that one.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um we, we have Cleveland by three. I thought these are two bad teams who both won in week two. Um but Vegas and, and Ops still like Cleveland a little bit over Oakland. Is yeah, that Johnny Madzell hype?
3: No, I, I, I always like Cleveland at home, actually. It's, it's one of my, like, I don't know, favorite bets. I, I, they're, they're usually underdogs or one-point favorites at home. And it's, it's usually one of my I, favorite I would love bets to really. see
2: the Browns schedule against the spread at home. Yeah, no, last five yeah it's years. probably terrible. I'm probably wrong. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Um and now we have a game which, uh, you know, the the Colts are looking bad at 0-2, but the Ravens 0-2 losing at Oakland. But they finally come home. They're hosting the Bengals. Do uh, you have a guess on that line? Uh, I'll say Ravens minus one. Minus one. So, so Av is uh, on board the Bengals. Um, the line is three. Akiva got it exactly. Cincinnati and Bengals and uh, Cincinnati and the, and the Ravens are the same teams. I had Baltimore by three and a half. And the reason I gave the Ravens that half point spread is because they're zero and two, and the Bengals are two and zero. And I just I cannot imagine a scenario where the Ravens go zero and three and lose at home to the Bengals. But um, am I wrong? Well, I thought the Ravens were
1: really good. Um, kind of based on like a tough week one loss. But now we're like, oh, like the Ravens defense isn't great necessarily. It's just that the Broncos offense is so terrible. And then you look at the Ravens offense and, you know, like Justin Forsett's fine, but Flacco has no weapons. And, you know, Torrey Smith isn't the best player in the world. But, you know, he had a stretch last They're year. They're really missing him, though. Yeah, they had a stretch last yeah. year where like you really have, you need you know, you need two guys to worry about him every time he runs down the field uh and you know Steve Smith is a thousand they they really didn't i mean you just look at the difference between the Steelers and the Ravens and the Bengals and you know the Ravens like you know they have receivers coming out of their ears both those teams and the Ravens have none and you know i don't know it seems like 10 teams in the NFL have all the good receivers <laughs> and then there's like 20 Are teams you, um, that have yeah, nobody i am i'm,
3: I'm I'm personally a, a huge believer in the Bengals. Uh, I think that they're, I, I, think they're the second best team in the AFC after the Patriots. So I mean, I guess that's you could see that uh, in my mind.
1: Is that a shot fired at the Jets?
3: At the Jags or the Jets? <laughs> they both won. Uh, I, like both, I like both of those teams too, but I, I think the the Bengals. I think are the best. Skill position players in the NFL. But they uh, had them last year well, too. Hold on a
2: second. Eddie Dalton's their quarterback.
1: I don't have quarterback in
2: skill positions. That's a rec- not a skill receivers position. and running
1: backs and, and tight ends. <laughs> you don't need skill positions. <laughs> and, and defensive. Wait, backs. Off, do you I think. think the bagel- I, th- I think, they, think had they had have last they year go to too, when they got killed in the playoffs. Well, they
3: were—they had a lot of injuries last year. Uh, A.J. Green missed a few games. Bernard missed a few games. Uh, Marvin Jones, I think, missed a few games. And even with all that, yeah, they need still Marvin want Lewis to
2: miss a few games. Of that's what they need. Yeah. That
3: could be. That could be. But I, you, I think they're going to. Uh, I do think, you think gonna, they could
2: win the Super Bowl. Do you think they could go to the Super Bowl? Do they think they could win the AFC?
3: I I think at this point, it's hard to say anyone's going to go into New England and win, and that's probably what they're gonna, someone's going to have to well, do. Well, okay,
2: so let's start at uh, level one. Could they win a playoff game? Which which smart? Yeah, yeah I think they've that, yeah. I th- I think been that coached for a dozen years. I, I would agree.
1: They can win a playoff game this
2: year.
3: I think that I think that I I would see them losing in the AFC Championship game. To the, I'll say the this: even if
1: they go fourteen and two, if they don't win a playoff game, he has to get fired. <laughs>
2: Akiva, are you revising your AFC East winner from the Ravens, which we both had in the preseason? AFC North.
1: AFC yeah, that's North. True um no i'm I, i'm not gonna revise it because uh you know that's worthless now but i have liked the way pittsburgh and cincy have looked
2: Well, not I, I so you still think baltimore's gonna win it though
1: yeah i mean i think it's still you know like a, a pretty normal three-team race like i i know the
2: oakland yeah, it's, loss just, looks it's so really bad, hard to come back from zero two yeah but you know they no, don't the even care about oakland. that it's just it's, it's they, hard to make up those two losses uh, yeah. they're, they're down two games already. I mean, if they lose this game, they're down three, and Cincinnati has the tiebreaker with a home game coming. Yep. I think this just is tell a must them not win to lose Baltimore. this game. This is an absolute must-win for Baltimore, which is why I gave them an extra half point. I cannot envision a scenario where they make the playoffs if they lose this game.
3: Yeah, I mean, the Bengals probably won't really be trying very hard in
2: this game because they don't. No, it's, to it's the not just that. It's just you know, but uh, you know, any trick play you have in the playbook. I mean, they they have to pull everything out in this game. Yeah, fair
3: enough. Listen, what well, you said. The line is three, so I guess. Yeah. I guess Vegas doesn't see it the way I see it. But yeah, right. I, so, I see the Bengals as the, the superior team here. So This
2: next game, uh, Akiva said in the preseason, would be the uh, darling of all Survivor players. But in no our lefts. league, of course, it's irrelevant because we don't play Survivor in week three. Uh, that's Jacksonville at New England. Uh, do you have a line for us? Oof. Um, Jacksonville at New England. I'll say New England by uh, 13 and a half. All right, you obviously do have the newspaper open because you just got that one exactly. Also, yeah, come on. But why man. don't we assume? <laughs> you I, I,
1: I like how all we all assume you know you're what what like an so. old man of who like reads the <laughs> newspaper. The the newspaper. <laughs> yeah. I have to,
3: I have yesterday's New York Times.
2: With the <laughs> we- <laughs> <laughs> That's how I check the lights. Um, on uh, on Jewish holidays, I when I cannot check the internet, uh, my neighbors across the hall get the New York Times on weekends. So like on Saturday and on Rosh Hashanah. Um, I wake up early and I go try and read their sports page before they wake I've up. Done which I've done is, that. I've done that. On the Jewish New Year, the best thing to do is steal your neighbor's newspaper.
3: I believe I the actual name of the newspaper that was the Shame on You New York Times.
2: Uh, okay. So, all right. So this line I had the Pats at 12.5, so I was one game too low. Uh, what, Akiva, what about you?
1: Um, I had, uh, I think, what did I have? The Patriots by 13.5? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can't. 14 you can't and cheat, a half. Like, Sorry, fourteen. And yeah, yeah, fourteen. And a half. I already have your so You had fourteen. And a half, so we split this one. So yeah, we split this one. um You know, there's really not a lot to say here. Look, the, the Patriots have only won each of their games by a touchdown. Um, but Mitch yeah, but no, the, the, not, the, the,
1: they beat a really good team, and it wasn't really that wasn't a touchdown game so much. It just ended well, down, yeah, up and, and seven, in both, in, and they were yeah, destroying, and they were destroying the Bills also. So like, that's not it's not really fair. And like <laughs> two frisky teams, the Bills were, you know. Coming in with all the momentum in the world, then they, you know, they move the ball all day on them. Uh the the Patriots are really, really good.
2: Yeah, yeah I mean, from the, a gambling perspective though, I think there's another chance for a late garbage time cover touchdown here, which would uh make the Pats uh, which would make the Jags I think a decent pick. Yeah, this but, is this is they've been in is, a foul
1: mood, so they might just win by forty and there might not be that sort of opportunity. Well, we said that the first has isn't happened. There's a
2: gambling
3: podcast I listened to where I think this is what they would refer to as a close your eyes special on Jaguars, where you feel horrible doing it but you're not gonna lay like thirteen and a half points. And I, I actually don't even think Jack is that terrible anymore.
1: No, they're competent. They're, they're like, I a, think they're, they're gonna be the first team fish. this year.
3: They're not, oh. I don't think they're gonna be in the playoff race, but I think they're gonna be a tough out for a lot of teams.
2: Yeah, they're By not the way, totally Akiva, inept. Akiva, we forgot. You know, we pick uh, just straight up heads, uh, winners and, and losers in each game. Last week, I went ten and six uh, doing that for the second week in a row. What was your record? Do you remember? Wait,
3: you went you went worse against the just each picking of the, the winners th- than you did against the spread.
2: I've done that each of the last two. Weeks. How is that possible? Uh, it's kind of crazy. It's well, first of all, it's because I keep picking all the dogs to cover and and it keeps working like Tampa Bay for example right but you know look all, all the bottom teams that, that won this week i picked them all to cover but i picked them all to lose you know right. so um yeah it's unusual but it, look it's going 10 and 6 in straight up heads and winners is actually kind of bad you should be able to do better than that but so my but of course i've gone really well against the spread so i think those numbers will sort of revert to the to the mean and i'll be you know 500 against the spread or a little worse and i'll get a little bit better picking but so akiva do you do you have your record from uh from last week's podcast? Do you remember offhand how you what, did this week? I think it was sixteen and zero. All right, yeah. So, Akiva, okay, listen, you got to track that. Uh, I checked the other numbers, but you, you got like to track the two thousand fifteen
3: ca- New York Giants.
2: Yeah, Akiva, you're going to track that. But but uh, just so we have it on record for this week's game, sorry. So Washington at New York, I have the Giants winning. Akiva, what about you? Um, uh yeah, Giants for sure. Okay, Atlanta at Dallas. Um, what do you say, Akiva? Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta um i'm gonna say dallas finds a way to get it done look they beat the eagles with uh with weed and a quarterback uh, india tennessee i have indy yeah indy all right oakland at cleveland i have cleveland
1: We're gonna say oakland
2: oakland ooh, yeah. road win. uh cincy at baltimore i have baltimore yeah baltimore and jackson at new england new, In, new england yes yeah okay new orleans at carolina is our next game of you want to guess the line here
3: well, we did this before they, they Breeze a lot, was... This, we don't, yeah, this is with, with assuming Breeze is playing or not playing. What do we, what do we know? Well, yeah, the, this was the line Breeze we're basing it on, yeah,
2: yeah. Assuming I, Breeze I'm sure, um, I'm sure the line has changed. But. Uh, Panthers by three. Boy, Av yet again nails it. Um, and it's good he's looking at the newspaper, not online, because the newspaper wasn't updated when Drew Brees got no, no,
3: it. No, 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 I it. I it. I just got a new newspaper.
2: Oh, yeah, do, you, I got do you get the, tomorrow's the,
3: newspaper? I got the evening. Yeah, I'm like that guy, early edition with the
1: Coach Taylor. <laughs> <that> your Coach <laughs> Taylor was that his yeah, name on the show? That coach cat, Taylor, that
3: annoying cat that lives with me.
1: By the way, like a really, it was a. The, I don't know if you guys watched that show, Early Edition, but it was oh, I watched movie. like every episode of
3: that show. That was my favorite. So like It
1: was a really good premise for a show that was like done horribly. Like if they redid oh, that show bad, now, it was, it if they redid that I've never heard of this show. It's a great premise, though. What 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 show is this? Coach Taylor. Every day he gets tomorrow's newspaper. Yeah, Coach Taylor. Like,
2: Friday Night Lights? Yeah. Correct. It was for
1: that guy. Uh, the, he he gets the newspaper and then he has to like spend the day like su- you know like preventing, you know, preventing like the market tragedy. crashing or like mostly, you know, like a murder from happening. And like his only friend is like a blind like older African American lady. Uh and it was the show was just like very like uh not gritty Which but When like, was the
2: show on? What channel was this on? It was like on I in think it was the on 90s.
1: CES. It's funny cuz when because he I think did, it was it <laughs> On a, on a Bill Simmons podcast, the guy who uh, made Friday Night Lights, uh, I think Peter Berg, uh, said like he really liked Kyle Chandler, but he hated uh, early edition so much that he didn't want to hire him. Wait, hold on a second.
2: Kyle Chandler was on both shows with the same. Oh, it, it wasn't coach. Chandler. OK, I got it.
1: No, 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 it was a joke. Oh, boy. Um, but I, well, I didn't someone should really remake why that the guy show. was a
2: coach. <laughs> remake well, so that show my, with uh, who would, would be good though. for that
1: remake of. Who would you make that show with? Who
3: would I make that show with?
1: I don't know. I don't know. There's an ar- Efron. Whenever,
2: whenever there's an erroneous headline, you know, like Dewey defeats Truman, of course, you sort of celebratorily, which is not a word, hold up the wrong headline to prove, you know, that you buck the odds. So I just assume would each episode end with them holding up the wrong news yes, from the day before? That's correct. He's like, yeah, look they said 47 I think people die and they Each so
1: each episode comes back with him going back to his like way too darkly lit apartment.
2: Oh, you're being serious? yeah oh, I, was I was like it did, was like what did the newspaper change now like Martin style?
1: yeah i think the newspaper did change i think that's how it ended like the newspaper changed back to like normal oh <laughs> like there was <would laughs> nothing be, oh, that changed, like 45 oh, so he people died have, explosion he, and then he doesn't just...
2: have a copy of the wrong paper it magically changes
1: yeah nothing and it's funny also because like nothing ever there must have been zero murders in new york city that year it was like like no crime happened there's no Wait, news he, so- today. He, he
2: solved everyone he
1: never failed. No, 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 no i'm sure he failed uh, yeah, he 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 may have at times.
3: And although, the best yeah, part was I, like, they never really at all explains like what no, the fuck was going on. It, I, it was I'm just sure like the, nope, si- no, just I the, mean tomorrow's paper every day,
1: no explanation. Uh, clearly, you missed the series finale, which they go into like the whole backstory. It's like the Jacob oh, really? from Lost stuff. No, of course not. I'm sure, oh, okay. I'm sure, it, was, I'm sure it was canceled uh, like in the middle of an episode.
3: <laughs> because I was going to end up being up <laughs> till 2 in the morning tonight. I know. Watching but that.
1: <laughs> Chester, will you watch the show? Can we give you homework for next week? You watch like a
2: random episode of Early Edition. S- send me a link. I'll watch it. Okay. Wait, let's go Be for sure it on on that. on YouTube. Early Edition <laughs>
3: podcasts. Let's do it.
2: Okay. So New Orleans at Carolina. Av said three. He got it again. I said four. Akiva said three and a half. You know, we both thought that Carolina is a little better than New Orleans, who's 0 and 2. And I mean, New Orleans is just bad. Honestly, they've lost what five or six games in a row at home. Now they lost badly to the Bucks, who we thought the week before were the worst team in the NFL. They lost badly to the Cardinals, who Akiva thinks is the best team in the NFL. Um, wh- why were they, you know, uh, getting on, only getting three points in Carolina? Carolina's not great, but
1: because the Saints stink.
2: Yeah, that that my question is so why he, he think thinks it, <laughs> he thinks it should be higher. Yeah, because like, uh, I, I, you know
3: the public is still going to be it's still like New Orleans. They don't people don't like betting on teams with like. But well, not defenses. anymore. Now that they
2: have a, a, a random account. I think it's Luke McCown is there. Well, but back. but this line was based on Breeze, so yeah.
3: Maybe All right. uh, if Breeze doesn't play, I'm sure that number is going to go up to. This game is going to be totally
2: up. unwatchable.
1: Carolina is the most boring, other than like Cam you Newton. You say winning. that
2: every week. You hate Carolina. Boy. They're the least. Every week you it, the they're Panthers the least, game.
1: other than like Newton flipping into the end zone. They're the least interesting team to watch.
2: And I mean, I'd rather watch this game than Oakland at Cleveland. No, I'd Oakland at watch- Cleveland
1: will be a much more aesthetically interesting game than this. You want to watch oh, uh, you want to watch like Billy McCown go down the field and, uh, you know, kick a field goal once maybe.
2: All right. So now let's get to this next game. Two teams in totally different directions. And we actually were going to bring uh, Shamir on the podcast to discuss his uh, 12 and 4, 500 point scoring Philadelphia Eagles behind MVP Sam Brantford and, and uh, <laughs> genius smartest man on of Chip Kelly. Philly goes to the Jets, two teams in totally different directions. Av, ah, this line was guessed before the Jets' impressive win in Week 2. Well, yeah, so
3: I'll, I'll, I'll say this, is, this line is probably going to go up, but I'll say Jets by one and a half.
2: Yeah, so you both – and again, it's it's a little unfair to Av because he's he can't ignore what just happened. But you both had the Jets favored, which made no sense to me. Um, I had Philly by one. It's Philly by two and a half, Ooh, so I was crazy. too low. You, well, it might change now. Akiva, uh, you had Jets by three, which yeah, because look, I the, saw the Eagles play. Hey,
1: do you understand? Like the truth is, the Jets run defense has not been um as good as I thought it would be the first two weeks. But like, do you understand? Demarco Mari is not gonna, you know, is not gonna. Not, I don't even know if they're gonna try and run with him.
2: He's averaging less than half a yard a and he's
1: getting hit. He's getting hit behind the line on average. So,
2: yeah. Like, so, but th- this is actually where I'm going to bring this up. Um, you know. What I meant to say in last week's episode, you said, "Oh, the Vikings have a terrible roster." And what I was going to say is, I had looked at every roster in the NFC, and I thought the the Packers and Seahawks had the best two, have clearly the best two rosters. But it. after the, but after that, the only roster in the NFL that I thought was better than the Vikings is the Cowboys, and and frankly, the Vikings is better going forward because it's younger, and, and that was before the Cowboys lost Romo. But the Eagles, as an example, you know. Who would you rather have on the Eagles and the Vikings? The Vikings have a better quarterback. They have a better running back. They have a better offensive line. Their defense is way better. Maybe the Eagles are just bad. Well, yeah, they we always
1: they, we always assumed they were just the system team. We just kind of assumed the system worked, and now for some reason it's totally broken.
2: Yeah, they. You know, look, they they were decent in the second half against the Falcons, um, and.
1: Oh, Who wait, knew that to, cutting like the third best guard in the NFL would be bad in August.
2: Yeah. Th- their guards are so terrible. It's just it's Chip Kelly's going down in, in a uh, trail of flames, I think, which is why we really want Shamir on the podcast. But I think that we'll wait till next week because if Philly loses to the Jets, mm-hmm. then it's really over, but we're not having uh, if, if Philly beats the Jets. We're not doing that. Uh, yeah, I with that policy, but by the way, uh, so New Orleans at Carolina, we both have the Panthers winning. Is that right, Akiva?
1: Yeah, sure. Of course.
2: All right. Philly at the Jets. What's your pick in this game? pick the Jets. Yeah, I'm, I'm torn here. I need see, to I, see I, I wa- something
1: from Sam Bradford, like, that he's an NFL-level player.
2: You know what? You've convinced me. I'm going for the Jets also. Philly's going to start 0-3, and we're going to have Shamir on the podcast next week.
1: And again, <laughs> I think the Jets have beaten two, like, not-so-talented teams, so I'm not, like, going that crazy over the Jets, but I, I think the Eagles fall into the not-so-talent. Like, the, the Jets could easily, the way they pass the ball around, like, lose to you know new england or or even like a like a pittsburgh by 25 tomorrow but this is not this is not that team
2: all right now we have another unwatchable game and that's tampa bay at houston uh, do you have a line Ooh. for this one uh houston minus three and a half all right that's what akiva said as well i said four and a half and it's six and a half Ooh, that's too high yeah what has houston done
1: yeah why, why are they getting so much credit Ryan Mallett had uh, 74 passing yards on 29 passes at one point. Oh, in that, in that game. case, yeah, I was, I'll,
3: I'll take the <laughs> it. I, I haven't seen those numbers.
1: Like he, like literally, like if he was a running back, he would have been pulled. That's how many yards <laughs> per attempt he was getting. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't like. I guess people like fear this JJ. Like they're going to be 0 and 10, and people are like, well, they have JJ Watt. They're in every game.
2: Well, they do have J.J. Watt. That's true. Uh, th- this is not a game that I have any interest in watching either. I'll pick Houston. Akiva, what about you? Uh, yeah, Houston.
1: Tampa stinks.
3: Lovey Smith's a-
1: going a- <laughs> to get fired. Put an asterisk next to his name and the fire this coach. Because we just had, we had a string of a
3: few really terrible games, I could quickly bring up a quick argument that me and a few of my friends were having this past week. Sure. So, one of my friends said, and uh, you, you know, uh, Ethan Benar, he he often has very dumb opinions. Um, he he maintaining that but
2: very famous ones. He's against
3: Thursday night football because it's a, usually a bad game, which I'm not even sure that's accurate. But, I think
1: stats show that it's no different. Like in yeah, it's point.
3: probably it's probably bullshit. But in any event, the idea that we instead we could have an additional game at one o'clock, so we have ten games of which probably 5 or 6 will be crappy anyway versus oh thursday night there's nothing else to do. There's yeah, a
2: football why game. would he why would he rather have another game? No, yeah it's yeah, missed I was watching right? I was
1: watching the Red Zone channel and like there was it's, a it's, game that literally never like they didn't show a play of for over an hour and a half. It's like there's too much going on when there's 10 games. Well, there.
2: Why does the NFL do 10 and 3? Why don't they do like 8 and 5?
1: Because they want to really protect like you saw they put the two worst games of the whole week like they moved the Miami Jacksonville game to four o'clock.
2: Yeah, I, why was that game? at 4 o'clock? I, I think I, maybe the sun. North I Coast think Coast they
1: don't like playing like in that heat. Uh, you know, in still in early uh, September. Yeah,
2: they want
3: the the prime time game.
1: But they want they, the, yeah, that game. That, that the game, game the does better. Th- the end of those games do bigger numbers than Sunday night football. That's the most watched uh, football time of the week. The end of a good four o'clock game. So yeah, they so like they they, those
3: Chicago's are.
1: Those are bigger games than, like, than, than you know, any – like, th- those games are bigger than the Sunday night games this year.
2: Fine. So that part's fine. They w- so they want to have one game on either CBS Yeah, they, they want or everyone or just PM. watching
1: and it switches up. But to, yeah.
2: this is my question then. On the other channel, right, and the other channel's showing the local game no matter what. And so people, for example, in Miami and Jacksonville, they didn't get – why can't they have another – why can't they have three or four games on the opposite channel then? Because I
1: think Cause they're they- not allowed to. What do you mean? They have to. Pre- that's the game of the week. That right. So CBS they're paying is not allowed billions to air. Of air
2: yeah. It, if Fox has the game oh, of the, the week,
1: no, the no, oh. They're isn't only allowed to. Yeah, they're only on the the air, well, the air well, it if well, it's well, they. They local well, team, well, and then all, you don't well, get also, that game. Yeah.
2: Well, they also got to change that rule. Yeah, I don't like the rule that if the local team is playing, they're not going to show a game on the other channel. Well, if they're playing yeah. on the road, they. If are playing on the road, yeah, this is all. Well, this is yeah, this is all to reward CBS and Fox. I so I get it. Um, it's basically you know rewarding them. This is some real inside baseball. Yeah. All right. Okay. Fine. So so now we're going to get to San Diego at Minnesota. Ob, do you have a line for this one?
3: San Diego at Minnesota, I'll say Vikings by
2: two and a half. All right. So Av continues to cheat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a. Crazy it's lot. not that hard of a game. Well, yeah, it's I thought, not that bad. I don't understand. I thought this was an obvious Vikings by three. And it's actually Vikings by two, which is why Av gets it. Uh, and, and and Akivas at San Diego by three, which makes no sense. It makes sense. Uh, the Vikings. Diego's better
1: than Minnesota.
2: They're, not, of they're of not ten points better than them. Yeah, it, that'd be a, it, San Diego by three, meaning if it was in San Diego, they'd be favored by nine. That doesn't make any sense. Uh the Vikings were favored by three against Detroit this past week and destroyed them. Uh San Diego is, you know, more or less a similar team. Uh you know, the the Vikings is just so interesting because in week one, I, do we just chalk that up as just the the most anomalous week one performance
1: no Ever. no they're not the so good. Bad.
2: <laughs> that's not anomalous they weren't uh, no, they're I'm not not so, that good that was the most anomalous
3: performance in the history
2: of sports. yeah we can no, say that how many anomalous
1: not, performances have there even been
2: i'm not saying that they're not i'm not saying that they're fantastic but i'm saying san francisco is a 2 and 14 team yeah, i mean go they
1: to, go to green bay next week
2: and and we'll see how anomalous you guys are okay but hold on but this is what i'm saying san francisco is a 2 and 14 team no they're they destroy-
1: not no they're a 6 and 10 team probably
2: Whatever. They're, they're, they're two, one of nobody
1: goes 2-14, and 14. like a team that loses okay. their quarterback
2: or wa- are the Jaguars. They're one of the worst teams in the NFL, and they destroyed the Vikings in every facet of the game. Carlos Hyde ran for like 170 yards and nothing the next week. And then Detroit, you want to know what Amir Abdullah and Joyke Bell did combined yesterday? 10 carries for 11 yards. That's LaShawn McCoy numbers.
1: Wow. By the way, so the, this, a stat just came in about the Jets. The, you know the Jets had 20 points off turnovers last season. And they had thirty one they had uh they, i'm sorry they had t- thirty one points off turnovers last season and uh twenty yeah the e s p n messed up the stat not me by the way it said jets oh okay, that's this season they have thirty one points off turnovers this season, and they had twenty points off turnovers all of last season, which is insane. They were the worst team at creating creating turnovers, not even scoring off them uh in uh in twenty three years last season
2: wow twenty three years yes. Wow, so that that's a good regression stat right there for why the Jets were going to be better. There was there was I, a Jets stat that was mentioned during the game that I
3: found shocking that the Jets had not blown a fourth quarter lead of eight points or more in
2: fifteen years. Doesn't it yeah. seem like they do that like three or four times a year?
1: No, I, I maybe by that's seven. The, that's because
2: Jets fans are so self. Nah. Yeah, I mean, Jets have the theory that Jets fans like, are like,
1: "What was uh, me for no reason?"
2: No, just the, the Jets are, are are a blah team. They're not particularly dramatically negative like they like to pretend they are you know but mets and jets fans just look the the mets have had how exciting the vikings are
1: blah team
2: well no, I'm ta- no, the, the Mets are lose, exciting. You don't the call the Mets lose a an epic team. The Vikings lose in epic fashion all the time. No, I'm saying the Mets do lose in epic fashion. The Mets have earned that reputation, sure. but Mets Jets fans just transferred onto the Jets. The Jets have no like heartbreaking losses.
3: Well, I don't even my my point would be I don't think blowing an eight point lead in the fourth quarter is an epic loss. Like that seems like that happens multiple times a week in the NFL, no? Right,
1: not even yeah, it wasn't even double the it was eight points. Yeah, that's eight points. Tough.
3: So like the fact that the Jets haven't done that in fifteen years is pretty shocking.
1: But maybe yeah. they went out to big leads and lo- lost them in like the third quarter or something because it was a fourth quarter. Right, break. that could be.
2: Yeah, that, that is, fifteen years does seem hard to believe. I would have guessed maybe a year or two. Uh, but listen, we've talked about the Jets enough on this podcast. It's time to talk about the Vikings. <laughs> um, you know, it just it, it was it was you know Peterson had two hundred yards, uh, and before we were recording, I, I pointed out Sam Bradford had a, had a genius cheat move which I still can't understand how he got away with. Ah, I'll just tell you briefly. Uh, late in the game, it was 26-10, and it was garbage time. The Lions were driving down the field to score a garbage touchdown. Okay, so and you it was like Sam Bradford, so who we are really talking about? Oh, Matthew Stafford. Okay. I, I mixed up my overrated mediocre <laughs> NFC quarterbacks. Um, Matthew Stafford is driving down the field. It's like fourth and six. He completes a pass. like It's near the marker, and, it's, and the Lions have no timeouts left at this point. The clock stops. They put the ball down, and – if the clock is stopped, there's only two possibilities. Either the Vikings have the ball because it's a turnover. They were short, or they're coming to measure it, right? Okay. If, lo- if it's a first down, the clock continues to run, correct? Okay. And the, and the clock is stopped. They, the ref puts the ball down. The chain guys start jogging out of the field, and Stafford just runs up, lines up his team, and snaps the ball really quickly and throws an incomplete pass. And then the refs huddle up, and basically they just say, all right, second down. So basically <laughs> – really. Stafford just went quickly enough that that the, the refs didn't have a chance to blow their whistle and blow the play dead. And by the time the next play was completed, it's like, well, it's too late. You can't go back two plays now.
3: Listen, you know, if if the Patriots and Belichick and Brady hadn't started this trend of cheating, then we wouldn't have shit like this happening week after well, week no, in the NFL. Nobody
2: cared because it was a sixteen-point game with a minute to go. But if that, ha- I mean, if that happened in a close game, I mean, how did the refs allow that to happen? And, and great move by Stafford, by the way. It was genius. It's, it's you know like when you rush up to quickly snap it before the other team can challenge a play. This is like next level from that.
3: Yeah, I, I would think under normal circumstances the refs would say, "Ah, uh, no, sorry, that's not how this works." And well, it, it happened, yeah, and then but, they end
2: up scoring a touch on like two plays later. Yeah, I think um, probably the fact that it was
3: garbage time probably impacted that.
2: Yeah, so you know, so yeah, back to the Vikings for a second. I think I, I'm throwing game one out. It was you know a game that started at you know ten thirty at night. It was too late. Um, it just. it it just made no sense The to get so destroyed by what I think is one of the worst three or four teams in the NFL. And then in week two, they, they badly beat a lions team who still has, you know, dreams of making the playoffs. So, uh, San Diego at Minnesota Akiva, I think I know what your pick is.
1: Yeah, I think the chargers like need it really badly and the
2: Vikings aren't so good. So San Diego is going to win. All right. I have the Vikings winning, but closer than, well, either their first two games, I guess. Av, you want to make a guess yeah, here? Yeah, you took my team, so I'll take yours. But no, I, I like the Vikings this year, also. Yeah, and again, I, I, you know, it's funny. I totally, I jumped off the bandwagon last week, and not only that, but I banned anyone, everyone else from getting on board. I said that their offensive line, without their two best offensive linemen, they were completely done. And in this game, you know, not only did Peterson gained, you know, almost 200 yards. Bridgewater wasn't sacked. I think he was sacked once for a two-yard loss. That's it. And he just has some fantastic escapability. I mean, the play on which Peterson had the 49 yard reception was Bridgewater was completely, I I was almost worried they were going to blow the whistle for him being in the grasp. And he flipped it underhand to Peterson who was right next to him who rumbled down. I mean, he just, he really escapes pressure really well, which, which, which makes it difficult to, to, to get to sack him. And they also ran for 200 yards, 199 yards uh, on the ground. And then again, that doesn't include the 49 yard scamper that Peterson got on essentially a running play. So Maybe the offensive line isn't as bad as I thought. And if that's the case, the defense has looked really good. Uh, the past defense has looked good two weeks in a row. The run defense looked good in week two after getting gashed by Carlos Hyde in week one. So I'm back on board this team as being a 9-7 and seven wildcard team.
1: I mean, it's not coming from the NFC South. It's probably not coming from the NFC East. So the wildcard options in the NFC are slowly dwindling. I mean, the AFC right now is just a so much healthier conference that it's just far superior.
2: Yeah, a lot of crazy injuries. Uh, by the way, uh, vis-a-vis, you know, we were talking earlier about maybe this was just a really good week for people in um, in guessing the spreads. I just got the updated s- uh, spreadsheet for my Pick'em League uh, where I went 13-3. And the the the, the 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 email begins with Ari Gleischer, our uh, Bears fan, who's the commissioner of that league, saying, Congratulations to so-and-so for having the best week in Pick'em history. He went 14-2. And scored 17 points by our scoring system. So yeah, so maybe going 13 and three this this uh, week wasn't that impressive. Um, but now we have uh, Pittsburgh at St. Louis, and I was just talking about how it's hard to get pressure on Terry Bridgewater. Here's a great stat from the Pittsburgh San Francisco game: Ben Roethlisberger, no sacks, no pressures, no knockdowns, nothing. He wasn't. He was, no defender in San Francisco got close to him.
1: Yeah, that line, and again, that's that's without Pouncy. I mean, that line we yeah, talked and, about a lot in the uh, preseason, like it's really improved. And I mean, they're throwing D'Angelo Williams out there. He hasn't looked good in six years and they're making him, you know, he's been the best running back in the NFL so far. So that, you know, the Steelers on offense really have something working.
2: And, um, you know, yeah, it's, it's really, you know, Ben always gets sacked. So if he's not going to get touched and now they have Le'Veon Bell coming back, you know, they, they lost that in New England they beat San Francisco. I think that's what they wanted from those first two games. Well, they wanted to win, but I think that's what they could expect. Av, do you have a line on this, by the way? I'll
3: say uh, Pittsburgh by
2: one and a half. So, uh, this one is one, which is what I said. So I finally win a game because um, i has been cleaning up here. Akiva said one and a half as well. This is this is an interesting game. St. Louis, you know, looked good in Week One, but it turns out maybe they're just good against Seattle at home because they do win that game every year, and then they lost badly at Washington. and And I picked Washington, but um. You know, I can't say that I expected St. Louis to look as bad as they did. Nick Nick Foles looked like he's terrible. Uh that was a lose lose trade, possibly the Bradford but Foles I trade. do
1: think like historians are gonna like look at the Nick Foles twenty seven touchdown, two interception season as like the biggest, you know, anomaly in the history of sports.
2: Well, we already had the biggest anomaly in the history of sports. <laughs> the what the what do you Kings think is the biggest the,
1: Chester, what's really the biggest anomaly in the history of sports?
2: Uh, th- I, I i can't say this off, cu-
1: off i got a good cuff. one i have a good one there's uh i think there's only been like 12 or 13 unassisted triple plays but they happen in back-to-back days in the in the 1920s and then not again for What's, 41 years
2: that's pretty. well i was gonna say throwing consecutive no hitters is something that is just not gonna happen again because the odds are so low mm-hmm. but i guess yeah on assisted triple plays that happen that happens less frequently than a no hitter so what about the mets blowing
1: uh seven game leads uh seven years apart in september
2: no, nah, because that somebody blows a lead like that every year. Yeah, forget it, it. just has to be, it has to be your team. <laughs> nah, that yeah. that's pretty rare. All right, so Pittsburgh at St. Louis. Interesting game. I'm going to pick Pittsburgh because I don't think St. Louis is any good. Akiva, what about you?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I do like St. Louis, but uh, there are certain teams that they're going to struggle. You know, they're going to get down 10 nothing, and it's going to be game over. So I like Pittsburgh
2: who, in this game. Who who beats Seattle and loses? I just killed a mosquito. Well, maybe Seattle's beat- not so good. Well, but but they're not, they're better than Washington. Yeah. I would. Yeah, you're, you're also discounting, you know,
3: home versus away. St. Louis in general plays well at home.
2: Yeah. Nobody Most goes and play ever well, Jones though yeah, wins. It, it, exactly, especially with those fired up fans. They love that team and they want to see their last six ever home games in St. Louis. So. <laughs> um all right, next game on the on the agenda here, we have another bad game, but it's a chance for Kiva to crow. San Francisco at his NFC championship winning Arizona Cardinals. It's
1: the team we thought would be the worst team in the NFL against uh the team that we now know is the best team in the NFL.
2: Do do you, do you really think they're the best team in the NFL? No. If the, you were doing power if you were doing power rankings, where would you have?
1: I'd say Patriots, Packers, Cardinals, but Cardinals are so far above anybody else I think at this point. Like that's a tier I think those three teams. Uh, and you know the Seahawks can well, certainly get up there into that tier. Uh you know and and maybe even like a Pittsburgh could. But I I, I I just think the Cardinals are so good and you look back now and it's like, Oh yeah, they were unbeatable with Carson Palmer last year and everyone's kind of sleeping on them.
2: Well, so I had them at five in my power rankings before this week's game and I moved them up to four, you know, look, they've been, they've been really good, but um, first of all, we don't know if Carson Palmer can stay healthy. And no, second no, of know all, we can't, they, ha- they haven't played a good team. They They played the bears and the saints who are two teams who are, 0-2, and, and two teams who got killed in, in the other two games in which they didn't play Arizona. So, And now they get to play San Francisco. So they haven't played anybody yet. We'll have to wait for them to play somebody to see. Uh, do you want to guess the line, San Francisco at Arizona? I'll say 6.5. Jeez, you got another one on the money. Um, although Akiva also got this one exactly. Av, um, you're very good at this game. Thank you. Uh, I had Arizona at 8. I, I don't know. And this is, the, this is the second week in a row where I totally underrated uh, San Francisco. Now, last week it's because I didn't take week one into account. I thought week one was anomalous, as discussed. But this week, San Francisco just lost on the road by by twenty five points. And Pittsburgh, you know, without Le'Veon Bell, is not as good as Arizona, probably. So why are they why are they why is it only six and a half?
3: Because San Francisco still, uh, still a still public team. People like the Forty ers even when they're not good. They are good. They're people, a public team. People are today. always going to back the Niners. Really?
2: People don't realize the Cardinals are that good yet. All right. Uh, it's early in the week, but right now, this would be my lock of the week. Arizona, six and a half. Akiva, you're picking Arizona to win, I assume? Yeah, of course. All right. Buffalo at Miami. Av, what's Ooh, your guess? Nice game. Buffalo at Miami. Um, Miami minus three. Three. Av gets it on the nose again. Um, four. Yeah, you had four. I had three and a half. I still thought Miami's a little better than Buffalo. Look, people, you, you had them winning the Super Bowl. And, okay, they lost this week. But – People seem to really turn on them really quickly, um, but uh, you know it's fair. I guess Buffalo's, but every team in the, in the in the AFC East looks decent right now. I guess, right?
1: Yeah, I think people are way too down on Miami. Like, yes, they lost to a really bad team, but uh, you know, I I do think they're jelling. They definitely haven't figured out how to use Sue yet.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, did you see that article about Sue today?
1: What did he was like freelancing?
2: He, yeah, he's been really bad at talking games, about? and people people are complaining, yeah, that he's openly ignoring the play calls, and he's been a disaster so far. So that that's another great contract. Uh, do you have anything terrible to say to piss off Ellie Gray?
1: No, I, I, I pre- predicted the Dolphins to win the Super Bowl. they have to be <laughs> mad at me.
2: <laughs> I forgot about that. It's late for all of us. All right. Uh, Chicago at Seattle. Do ah, you have a line for this one? Chicago at
3: Seattle. Uh, I'll say Seattle
2: by nine and a half. Nine and a half. Um, I think we all forgot that uh, Jimmy Clausen might be prominently featured in this game. Like he was mm-hmm. at seven, which under any circumstance, yeah, was no, that's, insane. that's too low. Well. Yeah, I said ten. It's fourteen. Woo! Wow, that's that's too much. Yeah, yeah but with Jimmy
1: Clausen, I'd say like, does that mean it's going up? That was fourteen with Cutler. No,
3: that has to be with Clausen in, right? I'm not. Yeah,
2: I'm not sure if people that's know crazy. yet. 14 with, um, with Cutler would be crazy. Yeah, that's
1: nuts. I mean, they're, they they played the Packers close two weeks ago.
2: Yeah, well, I thought, I, you know. So no, with Clawson,
1: you could make it 1,000, and it's fine.
2: Yeah. All right, so we're, we're picking Seattle. Moving on. Uh, Denver at Detroit. This is going to be a really interesting game, I think, on Sunday Night Football. Uh, Detroit's 0-2. They've lost to two sort of, you know, playoff-caliber teams, but they haven't looked particularly good in either one. Denver's 2-0. and They've beaten two playoff caliber teams, but Peyton, who knows if he's finished or not. Uh, it's oh, no. We know he's Detroit. finished. We know he's finished. Oh,
3: he's not well, finished. He will be
2: fine. wasn't finished in the fourth quarter. Of yeah, the Kansas, he'll be fine. You know. The offensive line is the bigger problem. Well, he's going right, to be so, done, yeah. All right. So, Av, do you want to guess the line here? Also, a so, Av gets one on the money again. This is really incredible. Um Akiva also got it exactly. Though I had Denver by two, so I was half point off, which is worthless uh, for our <laughs> endeavor. Um, are we, all, what are you picking, Akiva?
1: Uh, who am I gonna? Who am I picking to win this game? Well, it might be Dan Orlovsky. So right now, I'm going to pick Denver. And Matthew Stafford's. Stafford really, I, I think he's wait, leaning. Stafford's injured, also? Yeah, he's injured, but I th- he has like a what? lot of minor injuries, so I think he's probably going to play. But you know, we may see second. some Orlovsky.
3: There's, there's an epidemic going on. What's the, what's going on?
1: I know, and it's really all in the NFC. Keep it there. Well, it's annoying because, like the Jets, these guys keep getting hurt. Like the Jets play the Cowboys, but they play them after Des and Romo are going to be back. They're going to be like two and eleven, and they're going to be blowing the Jets out of the water.
3: Well, yeah, I two eleven. I don't think they're going to rush Romo back. From, uh, well, that's what they I did last agree. time. They didn't.
1: You know, he probably could have come back for the last two weeks if uh, if they were good, but they're already one and six, and Wade Phillips <laughs> you know, got fired. Yeah.
3: Gotta, gotta, By the gotta, way, we we have another guests. guest
2: on the podcast now. Uh, even though it's one, one in the morning, for some reason, my wife just came in, deposited my nine month old baby on the carpet and walked out, and he's sitting smiling at me. Uh, what do you, how do you explain all these injuries in the NFC to the quarterbacks? Okay, I'm not going to explain injuries. Next question. No, I, I was actually <laughs> asking my son, and he's, uh, he's, smiling so apparently he's happy about it it's good for the vikings also i agree with you uh, kobe it, it's it's only good all right so um who are you picking in this game Akiva? you're picking uh denver you said yeah for sure. i'm gonna pick t- i'm gonna pick denver also you picked denver to go like five and eleven so they got to start losing That's true um all right now we got M- monday night football this is a bad game i think uh but Kansas it was City funny mike
1: Tarico at the end of the jets game was like he was promoting this game he's like next week by the way uh first of all i want to correct a correction chester from the uh preseason podcasts I yeah. said that the ESPN got a bad, um, a bad slate of Monday night games this year, partially because they let Bill Simmons like trample all over Goodell in the NFL. And you're like, no, yeah. because you know the schedule came out and then Simmons got fired. But everything Simmons said, he said well before that, he just got fired for like one minor thing at the end. So your correction of me holds no validity. That's number one. Wait, I,
2: by the way, I, I did not make such a correction. I actually asked the question. I said, oh, okay, when did fine. the schedule come anyway. out? And then it was, it was Jake Lewin who said that. Actually.
1: Okay, fine. Number two. Um, Jake Lewin,
3: he's a, he's a, he's a, how that will turn out tonight, Jake Lewin. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> uh, what's it called? Um, I and and then um, so yeah, you're right. It's not a great game because like you'd think that the Packers are just going to be up twenty-one-three at the. Wait, you uh,
2: do you do you want to guess a line here? Well, Freddy hold on. The week.
1: and 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 um and Tarico's like I think that's the best best game on next week's you know <laughs> schedule because it's a really weak slate next week. <laughs> And first of all, you—I could see Goodell like hearing that and like foaming, it, foaming the math, like calling the whole slate of games weak, you know, and and and, uh, and uh, so forget about it. next year. ESPN is just going to have like er, you know every combination of like Titans, Jaguars, Texans for seventeen weeks. Yeah,
2: <laughs> oh, wait, this is a week slate of games. I'm looking at this week's game. I think Denver at Detroit's an interesting game. Cincinnati at Baltimore. Um, well, what's the what's the national game of four o'clock? Oh, I'm just what other good games are this week? Philly at the Jets, I guess, could be interesting, but Philly's been god awful to watch, unfortunately. And the whole country's the thing is
1: when the when QBs get hurt, these games become unwatchable. Yeah, and uh, you know that's starting to happen. So you can you know you're going to have teams Bra- like Bradford, Dallas and New Bradford's Orleans. Not hurt. Work. That's
2: just how that's how Bradford plays.
1: No, I know, but I'm saying like the <laughs> Dallases, the New Orleans, maybe Detroit. You know, Chicago. Like every freaking team in the NFC, you know, is uh, is down a quarterback yeah.
2: already all right Av, what's your line for Kansas City at Green Bay six and a half oh, come on what is going on here? <laughs> oh, by the, and the nat, by the way the nat just
1: to prove that it's a week's late the national game next week is Bears Seahawks moved to c b s
2: wait how, how there are a lot of shifting now if it's two n f c teams
1: yeah uh, the, yeah they'll shift they can shift how does that work? they the, you know they'll shift for uh you know to give like if if the schedule doesn't work, but CBS needs the, the game, but that is that is the big national game of the week: Bears Seahawks with Jimmy Clausen. and they can't even like move the other games to it because, you know, the CBS doesn't have any other games. It's Bill's. Dolphin. All right. So
2: against the spread with with Av involved, Av wins nine to seven to three. Me against Akiva, Akiva with a great comeback, I was winning eight to three, and then Akiva, you nailed five of the last seven games exactly. Nice. And you, or I was winning seven, and you end up winning ten to eight on the week. But I was overall. I was. Hold I on. Was, tell your like, kid to pipe down. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, Kobe. Shh. Um. Sorry about that. Uh, I. I w- you were seven games off. More off than I was because again, you have three games where you're totally off. Vikings Chargers game, you're totally off. Jets Eagles, you were totally off. Although that's going to switch, of course, now and then the Chicago Seattle game. Um. But yeah, this is a this is a relatively weak uh, lineup of games, which is fine for me because I'm not really going to watch any football this week because I'm going to be a. Uh, uh, visiting an undisclosed location near where Akiva lives.
1: Well, um, I think... By the way, week four, what do you think is the national game? Packers, Niners? Wait a second. He just unplugged
2: my computer. Hey,
1: We're Vikings, <laughs> Broncos.
2: And by the way, I can tell you that uh, the Jets lines already go to Jets by one. Wow. Um, Akiva, can we complain about being observant Jews in Israel when these holidays start Sunday night and Monday? It's terrible.
1: Yeah, especially when the Jets game is... Uh, you know, like the week four, the Jets play at 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. And like somehow you can't watch the whole game here. But, in you know, in America, you could easily watch the whole game and, you know, the game after it.
3: <laughs> and most of the game after.
2: Yeah. And and, and the, also the worst part, especially, look, I live in Manhattan. So even if you don't even if you don't see a game, it's easy to, to find the score from, you know, a TV on a bar sticking out the window or from, you know, a newspaper on every corner. When you're in Jerusalem... Uh, if you if, if if you're not checking your computer no. yourself, if, if, <laughs> A guy, there's uh, no way to know the score.
1: On Rosh Hashanah, two different people came up to me, and I told them to shut up. They both. One guy said his son faxed him the one o'clock scores. <laughs>
2: oh, come on!
1: <laughs> and an, just the thing
2: you're watching TV on Rosh Hashanah. Okay? Another Don't guy. Just, no, I, I actually believe.
1: Me. I believe this guy. I believe he's because he only knew the one o'clock scores. He
2: said, <laughs> That's, That's what absurd. he wants you to believe. Uh, oh that's because his son couldn't have known the four. but i, I love that he has the facts because that way it'll print out and he doesn't
1: <laughs> right and then and then um another guy knew like everyone's fantasy team stats and stuff i'm like no don't tell me because I, I was able to watch a jet game after the holiday without knowing who won and then every Wait, other game you, you I, you what i do it, is i want want watch the jet game long? and then i watch the red zone channel like the fourth quarter of the one o'clock red zone channel and then the fourth quarter of the four o'clock red zone channel games
2: you watch the red zone channel two days later though yeah, I didn't know that was
1: an option. Yeah, you can do it on an NFL Game Pass. It's amazing. And what I do is when I watch the Jet game, I avert my eyes from the bottom of the screen so I don't know who won the games. I'll, I, I I only you put really tape up on the. <laughs> I only avert it uh, in the fourth quarter because, like, because I'm only watching the fourth quarter, it doesn't matter if I know who's winning the first three quarter games. But it's great, and then I'll then I flip through the Sunday night games or the Monday night games, and uh, I could do the whole NFL slate in like an hour and a half. You can also another thing you can do is you can quad box and watch the four games that, at once the, the condensed like, games. yeah you could um
2: but you can't quad box a condensed you game you're like everything's happening at all times it doesn't fun. matter
1: you see you could pause or whatever um i think you can quad box condensed games there is some sort of thing you can't do but now i forget but anyway let's wrap this up
2: yeah so um i'm coming to visit you this week Ooh, i'm going this, to except done. we're not going to see each the, other <laughs> another line movement just, just what, so we what are the odds
1: that we see each other let's be fair
2: by the way, Off seems to have this newspaper from that TV show I never heard yeah, of. Yeah, it's yeah, His lines are moving. Carolina's now minus nine. Well, Luke McCown. People are licking their chops. By the way, that's too much, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Nine? nine Carol- Nine's not Carolina a lot. Score, yeah, they might Carolina not score, score nine, nine points? They'll, they'll win, yeah. yeah, they'll win 6 nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, Akiva, I mean, I don't know if we should see each other because our relationship was pretty good never having actually seen each other. So Yeah, that could really throw a wrench into it things. We'll go down uh we'll see you know I, I propose watching football but we can't even do that the next two weeks so yeah that, that uh, would make I our lives really mad yeah pilot
1: early edition or just a random episode
2: you choose a random episode i'll try and watch it um, send it to I, um to, is, it, is it downloadable can i watch it on an airplane i'm gonna, or? I'm gonna send okay. it to
1: you on youtube i, I think uh, you can download the youtube so. episode somehow.
2: Oh, that's too complicated for me. Just Google uh, how to
3: download a YouTube
2: video. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. we have we have had a request to Kiva for uh, a live podcast, so we might have to do that next week.
1: Okay, and, I would do, uh, that I would we, do that we, I
2: would do. I, was
1: the request from your wife?
2: Because I figure if <laughs> well, she gets no. both of us in the same place, she could just take us out with like oh, bullets and that. I see what you're saying. <laughs> um, but Well, yeah, it, it's a prime target for a terrorist attack if we're in the same place. The why, same
3: why would his wife care if, if you were still out there?
2: yeah that's true uh, yeah akiva if i'm dead she doesn't care if you're alive or not
1: <laughs> i but i feel like I, you know if I, if she's doing your wife a favor that's true but i also think like if she's gonna kill one of us it may as well just be me because one she doesn't know me and two like then you're not podcasting anymore i don't think she has general no, problems has, with she, you and maybe she oh, does i was gonna no, say this, is, like, not this the is a whole different she has with me now i think this is for next week's podcast we'll go get into all your marital issues. Yeah.
2: consider consider the fact that it's one in the morning and she dumped my son here and went to bed <laughs> Um, although he's just a big podcast fan, I mean well, she well, is a doctor right and you're
1: a podcaster, so I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she wins the who watches the kid battle.
2: Oh my goodness, we doctor podcaster. No, I that, had, was, that was that reference. That, that was her doctor or pharmacist. No. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, my medical advice is clearly better. Yeah, because I'm. Uh, uh, in order to podcast, you have to be on lots of pharmaceutical drugs. So. Um, all right, so th- that wraps up uh, the week two in review, the week three preview podcast. Next week, we're going to try and record a live episode, but we will have to wait and see. I apologize for the interruptions on this episode, including my son talking in the background. I am not going to edit this because it's one in the morning, and the two of us are going to go to bed. But uh, thank you very much, and everyone. Uh, Av, thank you for joining us. Sure. Are we going to start talking about the guests now? Yeah. You, you have any plugs? Uh, Av, any, anything to plug? Anything to plug? No, nothing to plug. My life is very boring. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Could uh, you want to give us an answer? Oh yeah, I'm gonna be on
3: Jimmy Kimmel this uh, Thursday night.
2: <laughs> you forgot to mention that one. All right, well, everyone, uh, have a good night. Good night.